planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelvin Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jackson Devil Dodgers. This is from Water. Listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. And we're back on Rabbit Noise. That was Mystery of a Blood Red Rose from the stunning new Avantasia album, Ghost Lights. And joining us once again on the program, Tasia Mastermind, Tobias. What's happening, Matt? Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show again. As I was saying before, this album is absolutely stunning. It's so full of emotion and passion. Uh, you, you've just got to be absolutely proud of it, man. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, ni- that's nice to hear. Um, yeah, well, I'm really proud of it. I mean, I'm proud every time I do a new album, I'm proud of it. Otherwise, you know, there would be no point in declaring it to be finished and, you know, throwing it to the wolves sitting in our record company, <laughs> no, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm really, I'm really proud of it. And, um, and this time I have a very, I mean, I've always, I always have a good feeling when I deliver a record, I have to say, but, but this time I get a lot of positive feedback and I mean, positive, positive feedback. I mean, positive is very underrated. Uh, it's, it's, um, not underrated, but, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know how to explain, but. I get very good feedback, and I'm I'm really I, I have a, the feeling that we have something very 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 special here, and that's something good because you know when you do an album you never you never of course you never approach it as oh no I have to do something special I mean this is not the Olympics you don't say oh I want to beat the <laughs> benchmark of last time uh, it's just you want to do something that that touches you and that's pretty much all you want to do, and you know when it gets so much feedback so positive feedback that's great. It's well-deserved, too. I know you work really hard on your music, and it, it, it definitely shows. But the the idea for me, sitting down to write an epic symphonic rock opera album like Ghost Lights, it seems like it's such an overwhelming task. I mean, where the hell do you even start? You know, is it like with a, a basic outline of a story, or is it like a riff? Um, that's that's a difficult question. It's uh, it's it's a huge mess. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much, I pretty much. That's what that's what I imagine God to be like when He started, you know, creating everything. <laughs> that sounds megalomaniac, doesn't it? it um, it's 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 just you start from a white piece of paper, and then it's a huge mess in your head, and you have an idea of a of a topic, not a real storyline. You have an idea of a topic. You have in your subconscious, you know what you want to say, you know which direction you want to go, but you never really know where the story drags you. And that's for the music as well. You you have song ideas. It starts pretty much with a with a chorus, and you say, "Oh, this could be a chorus for the next Amtasia album." Um, it, it started right after I finished working on the um, Space Police album for for Ed Guy. Mm. Um, the next song ideas I had, I, I thought like, "Wow, this could be this could be Amtasia," and that that sounds like Amtasia. It feels like Amtasia. Um, and uh, I already had defined the setting of the of the story that began with the mystery of time, 
and um, previous MTG album. And you know, you you have you have a setting and you have a topic, but you never really know where the story drags you. And then it all happens in a big mess. You write a chorus and you think, oh, that's a great song idea, and you put it together, and all of a sudden it becomes um, an epic, eerie Broadwayish ballad, and you you have it, and you think, who could be the vocalist for this one? You go through your own record collection and think, oh, it could be Dee Snyder, and he's going to play a bogeyman who is um, portraying some voice in the dark that is evidence for perception becoming reality. Um, something that materialists will argue, who will say, okay, either something is there and you can touch it, or it's not and you cannot touch it. But I say, if you are afraid of something and you perceive something is there, it's an evidence of something being there. So, mm. okay, uh, that was, that was, I just try to explain the character of Dee Snyder in that story. So I was going through my record collection and I thought, Dee Snyder could be the right singer for that song that would become The Haunting. And then, you know, it comes together and you ask Dee Snyder and he does it and the song takes again a little a, a little different direction and it's it's all a big mess and the exciting thing about doing something like Avantasia is everything can happen at any time. You can, uh, things can take completely new turns and uh, you never really know where the whole venture um, or the whole journey drags you. And that's exciting. That's, you know, when you do an album with a band, it's, okay, you're going to write 10 songs, and you know exactly what the other guys are capable of doing and what they are not. You know exactly what you're capable of doing and what not. It's defined. Those five people will do an album. There's limitations. There's five opinions. There's a lot of discussions. There's a lot of reliability. Positive things... But also, there is a limitation, and with Avantasia, everything is possible. It's just like an an open end, and you never know what's happening, and that's so rewarding from a creative point of view. You know, you mentioned Dee Snyder before. You've also got, you know, Jeff Tate and uh, John Land, you know, to name a few, and you've worked with legends like Alice Cooper, Biff Whiteford, and uh, Tim Ripper Owens on previous ones. Has there been one guy that you've you know, wanted to to work with for Avantasia that you know it didn't work out for one reason or another. Oh yeah, there's more than one. There is. Uh, I've always I've always wanted to work with um, with Bruce Dickinson. And, oh yeah. Uh, and it it never works for for whatever reason. I mean, he's a very nice nice guy, and uh, and I've met him on several occasions, and we have I think uh, uh, quite some very positive. Um, relation to the to the to the maiden camp in a way i mean you know our british booker is working for the maiden family and it's it's you know and and uh, adrian smith's son has supported ed guy on our last uk tour with his band and um so but for some reason this time i thought it was it was a good option it could work possibly but then bruce had his has been diagnosed with his um, disease or illness, mm. um, his, his uh, cancer diagnosis, and um, well, of course, then you just say, okay, just just focus on getting getting better, and uh, and you know, so. But I still I still hope in the future it's gonna work out because I'm a huge. Without Bruce Dickens, I probably would not be a heavy metal singer. That's that's also for for Michael Kiske and and Jeff Tate. 
But Bruce Dickinson, you know, like Life After Death, that's just, you know, huge influence. Just the way he is energetic and the way he entertains the crowd. I, I really like that. Also, I wanted on this album, I wanted to work with Meatloaf. And um, there was a, a, a time in the production process when it was uh, likely that it would happen, at least as far as we were thinking, because... His management was in touch with a record label um, that we are attached to, not Nuclear Gas, mm. another one. Anyway, it seemed like it would happen. I had this song idea for Mystery of Blood Red Rose, and I pushed it even further into the meatloaf d direction when we were um, arranging the stuff, you know, adding all those choirs, 40 hours of choir recordings, 100 tracks, just choirs, wow. different things going on, different layers of choirs doing different things at the same time, melting into each other. And it was really amazing how that four-chord song basically came together and became so sophisticated and so powerful. It was like a little four-minute opera. And, um, yeah, and then we had it done, and we sent it to them, and uh, and they were, in general, very positive. And they said, oh, it's a great track. No, Meatloaf's not going to do it. And we said, what? No, well, um, what does he think about the song, we asked and well, actually, we have not played it to him because we don't want to distract him from... Uh, he's, he's working with uh, Jim Steinman again and those kinds of things. So it never happened, and Meatloaf probably doesn't even know about his oh. huge chance he would have had. Oh. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, I mean, uh, it would have been more of a chance for me than for him, I think. But, you know, so we had that song on the table, and I said, what are we going to do, throw it away? No way. We... We had we put so much effort and work and blood, sweat and not really tears, but a lot of work in it. Um, I said, let's let's take the song. I'm going to do my best meatloaf impersonation. And the funny thing is, we already we we lo we we left um, a lot of original guide vocals that I had done, where I tried to sound like meatloaf. We left some of those on the album, despite the fact that lyrically I would have had to change little things to make. To, to get more sense into it again mm. because that was original meatloaf originally was a different voice in the protagonist's head so um so i was it sounds a bit schizophrenic now story-wise that song but we just left it wow that's a long answer for radio fuck me <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, my show goes for two and a half hours and i play whatever i want so that's it's, it's all good yeah it's always you know I, I love, okay. love long answers. It's better than one one word answers. <laughs> but uh, okay. man, that, that would have been awesome. But uh, hopefully in the future. But you know what? I can't fault this album the way it is. You know, like Isle of Nevermore. Yeah. Is it ever, Evermore? Evermore. 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 Yeah. 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 I've, now that is one of the most beautifully composed songs I've ever heard in my life, hands down. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm gonna tell Sasha because. I have to say, sorry if I interrupt you, but I have to say, Sasha really did a great job on Isle of Evermore. I just, I had the idea of making, I mean, he he gave it that cold, heartbreaking, ice queen atmosphere. And I'm not talking ice queen with intentation, the song, but the ice queen, the, the fairy, the, 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 the evil fairy. Mm. Uh, you know, it was, he gave it that cold sinister atmosphere and he made the whole arrangement Sasha made the whole um, orchestra or, or a sequencing layout for that song so 
And the performance of Sharon Denardel is just, it's, it's amazing. I'm really proud of that song. That's probably my favorite off, off the, uh, the album so far. It's, uh, That's great. Yeah, yeah. I've listened to it a few times on my way to work and, and back from work today. And uh, that was the one that I just, it just really hit me. It really hit me home. And uh, yeah, emotionally as well. Got a lot going on this album, man. It's it's got a lot of depth. Well, you know, it's it's just you're not the first one telling me how 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 much they didn't or how how people didn't expect such an album from me anymore. <laughs> in quotation oh, marks, no. which which sounds more which sounds more like actually the more I think about it, it's, it doesn't really sound like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but still, I I I get the um, the the idea behind it. You know what I mean? I get. Oh, um, you've done so well, man. I, I just, I can't wait to hear what you've, uh, you got cooking up next because it just sounds like. Oh you well, I don't. I, I can't, Believe me, I can wait <laughs> until <laughs> until I find out what I'm cooking up next. I think I have to go because I have so many, so many other people to call in Australia. Of course. It's today's Australian press day, and I'm I'm saying live on the air that I have to go. Is isn't that weird? Isn't that? <laughs> Oh, I wish you could hang around a bit more, but I, I do understand. You know, you've got you know, you've got plenty more press to do, and you know, it's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, I wish you and all the best for uh, 2016, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you, and I hope, even though I may not come with us with Amtasia to Australia this time, I hope that one day is going to happen, and I hope rather sooner than later I'll be back with that guy in Australia because it's been quite a while and. You know, it's um, it's it's really uh, yeah. I want to, I want to come back, and that's not a lie. Everybody knows I love Australia. I just don't love your animals, but you know, <laughs> well, you know, the ones that have more than four legs, and the one that are swimming at the Great Barrier Reef, you know, yeah. uh, gnawing off your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, we we hopefully will see you uh, very very soon because we've missed you down here so. We'll keep the beers cold and the barbecue going and, uh, yeah, get your ass down here and let's party. Thank you and have a great day and a great yeah. night and yeah. a great weekend and a great yeah. week and everything. You know. <laughs> See you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 